looking to use the game guide on day zero, or day yes. one. Yes. Yes. I didn't hear an answer from Austin. Strange that. <laughs> Funny how that happens. I also say, it's not, I, I think it's not cheating. I think it's just weak, weak source. Yeah. I used it as a checklist in my defense. A crutch. <laughs> it's still extreme weak sauce. <laughs> I haven't been to this quest in this dungeon at this exact location and killed these three people. <laughs> nice checklist you have there. I only bring this up because I said we we're going to talk about the Thieves Guild today. And Austin quickly ran and got his guide. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the longest quest in the game if you count it from start to finish. Yes, cool. I agree. Not necessarily for the better. Yeah, the last little bit, which we'll get to, kind of drags, if, especially if you don't game it. I mean, there are ways of gaming it, but that sounded too annoying to me, so I didn't do that. Now, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly how the whole thing starts. I seem to remember you kind of have to seek them out yourself, which is a bit different to the Brotherhood. I remember they... how it starts. You, you go to the, um, the little marketplace in Rifton, and there's a guy there at one of the stalls that says, hey, come here, and he's like, he has an offer for you to go um, take a ring from one of the other merchants and then put it in the pocket of a different one to frame them. And I got that quest and failed it abysmally because nobody <laughs> paid attention to Mr. I'm going to do a distraction. And I got caught by Majal. Bring like off. You're talking yeah, about Brunyoff. Yeah, and actually, you, have, Brunyof. Brunyof. you have to yeah, wait. Fine. You have to wait. Sometimes you have to wait a good hour if, if you hit the... It was nighttime. No, he's there during the day. Yeah, during the yeah, yeah, you're supposed to go back and visit him during the day so all the people are there and they go, oh, he's selling something. It's turn around so they're not looking. Right. And then what you do is you wait until the merchant goes away to listen to, the, to Brunyolf chant his little, his little uh, song and dance. You crouch down, and when the guard's not looking, you pick the lock, you take the thing, and then you walk to the other side. And again, when people aren't looking, you crouch down and do the pickpocket. The hard part of this for me wasn't that. It was that there's no other point in the game that I've paid the least bit of attention to pickpocketing. And fortunately, I happen to have a potion of pickpocketing on me. So when I, after two or three attempts and failing to plant the damn thing on the merchant, I drank the potion. Because this is really the only point in the game you need pickpocketing. Even doing the Thieves' Guild quest, there are optional side jobs you can do that involve pickpocketing. They call them the fishing job. You can avoid those if you don't have pickpocketing skills. And honestly, other than the achievement for 50 lockpicks and 50 pickpockets, I'm not sure why you would take any perks in the pickpocketing tree. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> you nice missed out on one of the coolest ways to kill people in the game. <laughs> oh, Oops, poison. let me slip yeah. this into your pocket. Just drink that. Yeah, if you There's give a... them a poison by pick, reverse pickpocketing, it's not actually putting that in their inventory. You're kind of you're pricking them with the poison, or, and they... Uh, a few moments later, they die. You're pulling a deck. <laughs> so it's like planting the mine in Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the exploding pants trick. Uh -huh. There's also yes. the 100, 100 additional uh, pounds uh, weight or carry, carrying limit that's also cool. Oh, yeah, that's an awesome perk. Uh, and there's another way to kill people with pickpocket. You can make a food item and then poison the food item and then reverse pickpocket and put that on them. And when they go to eat the food item, then they die. <laughs> that's messed up. I didn't know that. I didn't even know these things were possible. <laughs> you could, well, it's because you didn't. Also, because he didn't play Oblivion, there were actually poisoned apples you could do that with. Oh, okay. There are poisoned apples in Oblivion. Yeah, you had to be in the Dark Brotherhood to get them, though. Oh, I didn't do the Dark Brotherhood quest. I did. I did play through Oblivion, but as I've said before, once I got vampirism, I gave up on the game. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there would be, like, a whole vampire quest line in Skyrim, but there really wasn't. Yeah, so did I. There's, like, this massive werewolf thing, but nothing for vampires. Yeah, crazy. Like, all the, the werewolves keep... all the vampires. DLC or mod. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, people are sick of vampires. Sparkly vampires. Yeah, dusky vampires. Seriously. Sparkly vampires have ruined vampires. They yep. have. They have. <clears throat> Okay, so back to the Thieves' Guild. After you do the initial job for Brunyolf, you then have to find your way through the Ratway to the Ragged Flagon. And, you know, there are a few tough That's guys. That's annoying. To... Well, there are a few people you have to kill there. I mean, the first time I went in there, the first two guys in there are named, and I had this notion that I could talk to them. But you can't. They're, they're named, but you just have to fight them. 
Well, the first time I went there was actually for the main plot quest. I was trying to find here. the guy. Esper. And then I stumbled into the red flag and I was like, what? What? this well yeah that that was how i found it the first time too i'm just saying that when i went in there specifically to find the thieves guild i tried to talk to those guys thinking that maybe if you're in the thieves guild they're just lookouts but no no they're just random thugs yeah there's the guy who uh is the bruiser and he's got the does all the punching and stuff he's really easy to kill if you keep your distance did you yeah. find that there's like a little girl or late? Or, yeah, I think it's a little girl that's like talking about an inkwell knife and saying no, no, no. Ooh, or what the heck was that? Because I couldn't find that person that kept talking. Oh, she's in a locked room somewhere. There's if you go towards as if you're doing the part where of the main quest where you have to find Esburn, she's in a locked room over there behind a gate or something, and she's just completely bat crazy. Okay, I thought she was, like, maybe doing a clue for something. I don't know. No, she's just random crazy. Now, you wanted to marry Brynjolf, right, Mackie? But that's not possible. I've just missed that thing up. But you can use console command to add him to the faction that is marryable, and then you can marry him. Sweet. Yeah, but I would probably say if you do that, don't do it till you're finished with the main Thieves Guild quest, just in case. Probably, yeah. Or else he might set up shop in your house, and that'd be the end of that. <laughs> yeah, because you kind of need him to go some places. Yeah, yeah. So going on with this, you, I, I saw the funniest comment in our Facebook group about the point in the Thieves Guild quest. After you've done a couple of the initial quests, you know, you go and sabotage the hunting brew metery. And well, don't, don't jump over all that. That's an interesting quest. Yeah, well, I was just going to say that there was an interesting comment in the Facebook group where somebody mentioned that as soon as they met Mercer Fry. They they were talking about the similarities in naming between this and Game of Thrones, and they said in the Facebook group that they immediately distrusted him because of the Game of <laughs> yeah. Thrones reference. Because of phrase. Or, or for those of us that play the Thief series, they recognized his voice and went, what's Garrett doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mercer. Okay, well, we aren't talking about Mercer yet. But Mercer is... Let's see, how do you describe Mercer. Well, he's in charge of the Thieves' Guild at this point. Yes, that's a little bit foreshadowing, because I said at this point. But anyway, he's in charge of the Thieves' Guild at this point. So then you actually get um, a real mission, which is to go to the Golden Glow Estate and burn three beehives. Now, they say there's a shortcut through the sewers. And so I went to the sewerage entrance, made my way through there, and ended up coming out on the other side of the building, but I wasn't anywhere near closer to anything. <laughs> well, you're closer I, to the door of the house that gets you in to do the pickpocketing of the guy's key or to the chest if you just want to break the lock on it. You're not closer to the beehives. You're closer to the door to the house where you can sneak past all the bandits if you have high enough sneak and not have to kill anybody. I ended up having to kill everybody because of the beehives anyway. Well, you do the beehive second. <laughs> I did the beehive second, but then they all came running over because the beehives were on fire. Well, what you do is you jump in the water and swim across. They don't. <laughs> yeah, and then they started shooting also arrows at me. Also, fireballs. I, I just swam across the water and got away from them. I, set, I lit all three on fire and then went across the water. Again, if you have high enough sneak, they never see you. Now, coincidentally, if you end up going to these beehives and you don't have flame hands as a spell, is it? A torch will work? Yeah. I, the, the last game, even though I had flame hands, I decided, you know, I'm not playing a mage. How would I set these things on fire? I pulled out a torch and it worked fine. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I did have flame hands, so I used that, but I was wondering if there was another way. Yeah, you can pull out a torch, assuming you have one. When I went there, I just walked up to the main gate and they all tried to kill me. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> it's sneaking. I just snuck through the, I snuck through the sewers, went into the house picked all the locks I had to, snuck past everybody, pickpocketed the dude upstairs, because that time through when I was playing Thieves Guild, I did take pickpocket up some, got his key, snuck down to the basement. There was one guy I killed, and I think I probably could have snuck past him, but looking at it, it didn't look possible, so I killed him. But I managed to sneak past him. I, I made noise in another area and distracted him. Oh, okay. Nice. I, I just gave up and killed him. But Okay, let's talk about sneaky sneaky for a second, because Austin is not demonstrating any sneaky skills, and I think that's because he hasn't yet played Deus Ex Human Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> or Thief. Or yeah. Thief. Yeah, I found that it, there, it, sneaking is actually probably one of the easiest uh, abilities to raise, because all you have to do is just hide behind like a bar 
bartender or one of the graybeards and just walk against the wall for like several hours and your sneak will go up to a hundred eventually. <laughs> yeah, you have to sneak near someone, right? Not even that, even if you're not gaming it. If you just go into a crouch almost all the time when you're on the road, you'll randomly sneak past various things that are dangerous and it'll go up. I got to mm -hmm. like 25 sneak walking out of the first you know, part of the game just sneaking all the way through past the bear and the other things on the road. Yeah, it doesn't take long to get all the way up and sneak. Uh, you know, every dungeon I've gone into, I pretty much sneaked around. and It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, I think leveling most skills up is pretty easy just doing it over and over again. Some of them are a bit tricky, though. But anyway, it's, let's go back to the Sneak is really sneak. useful because for some of these quests in the Thieves Guild line, and actually for some of the dungeon crawling you do, if you can sneak and not be seen... Especially if you're taking those sneak skills up that are useful for the Thieves Guild. You know, you get to the 3x thing on the arrows and the 15x thing on daggers. You know, you can be deadly as long as they don't see you coming. I believe this is the first place where you run into a uh, collectible thing for Delvin. The yeah, you statue. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then you can collect these things as you go and they put them up as sort of trophies on the wall and he pays you for them. And yeah, they're really neat. Okay, I utterly missed that. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Do you, this is what Thief trains you to do. Is there anything in this room that's shiny that isn't nailed down that I can loot? <laughs> nailed down, yeah. <laughs> I thought Fallout taught me that. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> oh, actually, let's go back to taking care of business for a second. This, these are the first three. Push some people around to make sure they pay off the Thieves Guild. I want to talk about this. So the first time I played through... I didn't pay attention to this, and I ended up doing a fist fight with all three people to make them pay. But the second time I played through, I realized there is a way you can influence them to pay their debt back. Uh, and one of the funniest... It's nice you have there. It would be a shame if anything happened to it. You just yeah, talk to Brunyolf. He tells you what to do. Yeah, right. So the, the pawn prong guy, he loves his urn. So you basically destroy his urn, and he's like, ah, gets very upset. And Helga is uh, way into Debella, so she's not even that pretty. Anyway, so if you steal her statue of Debella, this statue on an interesting quest to collect all the statues of Debella. It's a hidden quest, uh, and getting all of them is quite tricky. I'm going to try and do it, but we'll see how it goes. So you talk to her, and then you're like, I'll drop your statue down the well if you don't pay back. And finally, there's the bee and the barb where you can talk to Kaylon Jay and convince him to convince her to pay it off. And, yeah, you don't have to get into any fisticuffs. <laughs> Actually, there's a funny thing about him, because while you're talking to him, you can get the quest from him to find the three flawless amethysts. So if you've done the thing where you pressure Kirava into paying up, and then you talk to Talon Jay again, he'll alternate between, how dare you come back in here, and, oh, thank you for giving me the amethyst. <laughs> yeah, they're all kind of like that. They're, it's, a bit, it's a bit buggy like that. Even, even though you've done something nice for them, they still... Anyway... <laughs> Okay, so moving on, after you've got that brewery up and running, uh, let's see, you're going to put Maven Black Briar's competition out of business. So That's the hunting brew quest, yeah. Dampen Spirits, I think it's called. Is it called that? Yeah, yeah I, I, I was just playing yeah, it again that's... in a game I was playing, and you have to go to Hunting Brew Meadery, which you stumbled across on your way to, on your way to White Run, and the first, like, couple of times I played the game where I didn't bother with the Thieves Guild quest, I kept wondering, why is this even here? And, of course, now I know. It's a brewery. Why wouldn't it be there? Right, but I mean, why is it a named location? <laughs> why is it a named location is what I meant. But you go there, and you've got to get rid of their pest problem for the tasting he's going to have. That's actually a mostly easy quest with the skeevers until you, you know, you're going through and you're supposed to kill the skeevers and drop the poison. That uh, the, the clever part of this is that the guy who owns the meter will give you the poison which you're then supposed to plant in the mead to, to end up screwing up his um, tasting, which will then put the thing back in control. Yeah, like the know. captain of the guard's going to taste some of his mead. Uh, so, But yeah, when you go underneath the place into the skeever lair, there's a crazy guy down there. Right, I mean, it's one thing to fight the skeevers <laughs> and the spiders. Those are fine. It's that whack job down there. I'm bringing yeah, them he... for world domination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a plan. So he was kind of cool. I had to kill him. Right, so then the captain tastes, does the tasting and, and then arrests 
the brewery Einar, for attempted murder. <laughs> right. So then your contact gets control of it, and of course he'll sign it over to the, the Blackbriars. And this is where the, the plot thickens because the deed to the meadery, um, there's a, a, a strange person has, has bought it up. And it's the That's same it. symbol you find on the um, uh, over at Golden Glow when you've looted through their chest. You find that they've signed over possession of their place, and it's the same wet, weird symbol that nobody recognizes. Yes. Except Mercer. Right. Who's a liar and a scoundrel. Okay. Well, he is the head of the Thieves Guild, duh. This is, the, this is my favorite part of the Thieves Guild thing, I think, here. Well, at least one of the favorite parts. And, and you have to go all the way to Solitude. This is Scoundrel's Folly, where one of their informants, who works for the East Empire Company, uh, was the broker for the sale of the brewery. And he hasn't been playing good with the Thieves Guild, so you've basically got to go shake him down. And, and you've got this section where you've got to follow him to see what he's actually up to. And, and you know, if your sneak skill isn't high, this is probably a pretty hard thing to do. I don't know what happens if he catches you. He didn't catch me, and I did run into a few guards and had to deal with them on the way. But well, I don't mean him. I mean that you will run into a lot of guards. And if you're, when I've done this, my sneak skill has been high relative to my level each time I've done it. So I've gotten through with no problems at all. But if you all the guards to... got me, <laughs> <laughs> you need to get your sneak up, boy. Yeah. Did, did you walk in with with heavy plate and, and swords clanking or what? Uh, I had the Thieves Guild armor on, but my arm, my sneak skill was like 10. 10? How is that possible? So, Annie, actually, when you're going through this section, through the warehouse, you can actually climb up on top of all the stuff and sneak past just about everything. Yeah, I tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, there's always some sort of route where you need to climb up, or in a couple cases, I think you could swim around. Yeah. I'd so he's, this guy's deep into piracy. He's helping some pirates steal goods. From the East Indian Company, uh, sorry, an East Empire Company. Six of one, half dozen of the other. So once you catch him red-handed, he's sort of he's sort of like, yeah, okay, you know what? I'll tell you what you want. Right now, he plays ball and will ultimately become a fence for you. And actually, in a lot of ways, he's the most useful fence in the game, simply because you always know where he is. A lot of the other right, fences are hard to locate. Yeah. You don't have to kill him. No, no, you're not supposed to kill him. He becomes a fence. Oh, he didn't agree with me, so I killed him. <laughs> he started to attack. Oh, so he, man. If you deal with him properly, he'll tell you who the mysterious antagonist of the guild is, and that's Kalaya. And then you have to take that information back to Mesa, which is where things get interesting. Right, this, is the, this is where you get into Act 2 of the, uh, of the Thieves' Guild quest. This is, oh, there's acts to this? Well, I mean, if you want to consider it acts, the whole first part we just described could be considered Act 1. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. So next up, Mercer knows who Kalai is. She used to be in the guild, and apparently she killed the old guildmaster and tried to kill Mercer. That's the story. So Mercer knows where she must be hiding out if she's, if she's anywhere, which is where she murdered the, the old guildmaster, the Snowvale Sanctum. So off you both go to the Snowvale Sanctum, and in there, you track through all the various traps, get told numerous times to watch out for that trap, only to have Mercer go and set the trap off anyway. Right. Companion fail. Companion fail. And eventually you get to the end, and I would actually say this is the end of the act, because this is where you find out um, Mercer catches up with Kalar, and you're a little bit behind. And uh, Mercer was the one who killed the old guildmaster, and Kalar is trying to get revenge for the death of their old guildmaster. Right, this is where you see the scripted scene where it looks like it's lights out for you, and then you wake up wounded later. Right, she had some nasty, nasty plan for Mercer, and she had a paralysis-tipped poisoned arrow that she used on you. And, uh, and so she brings you back around instead of killing you because she realizes that you now know the truth. And uh, so, yeah, that's now Act 2, I would say, where you've... Your religious is swapped. You're now with Kalaya. You're on the outs of the Thieves' Guild, of the inns. Yeah. So they, fight, they go and fetch the journal of the old Thieves' Guild master. But he's encoded the entire thing in some crazy old language. And this is where you find out that the kind of shady guy at, the, uh, at, at Winterhold is not just a little shady. He's actually working for the Thieves' Guild. 
uh-huh. or, or used to anyway, and he can become a fence for you also. That's Calselmo, right? No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's he's at MacArthur. No, this is uh, Enethor. Ah. Enethor, oh, the guy right. who keeps telling you that um, he's, you know, he, the guy who you do all the si- the shady side operations for, like when Mage One wants his staff back, he says, "Oh, well, I can't give you the staff back unless you fetch this other thing for me." You know, he's got all those shady side quests. Uh-huh. Well, he's got the shady side quests because he's kind of shady. He used to be in the college, right? And now he's he got kicked out? No, no, he's still there. You always find him no, on the uh, second floor in... of the, of the um, where the apprentices are. Anthea? No, Anthea's not in in the college anymore. Well, no, no, no. He's in the college. He's You meet him as part of the Thieves' Guild quest. You meet him at the inn in Winterhold because the way they scripted it, they scripted it to meet you in, in him in Winterhold because you may not have done the mage quest and you may not have access to Winterhold. Later, after you've done all this, when you go through all this, he'll tell you, if you ever make it to the college, you can see me there. He'll say that at the end of that, and the only way you'll see him again is if you go to the Mage Guild. Okay, so this is where, I I just looked this up, this is where I got confused. Uh, I found him at the Frozen Hearth Inn. Right, he's there for the Thieves Guild quest. Yeah, I never realized he was in the college at all. Yeah, he's the guy, there's a whole bunch of shady side quests you can do as part of the Mage stuff. Uh, they're side quests for various people in the Mage Guild, and you can do these various things, and he's always the guy as the broker. So he's, he realizes that this thing, this journal, is written in Dwemer, and the only person who knows how to translate Dwemer is Kalsama. Actually, Falmer, which is weirder, but yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, you sure? Falmer? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I just did this again. So yeah, it's, it's ancient Falmer. Before the Falmer became... A fallen race. They had a language. Or they all became a uh, Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah this isn't their pre-Smeagol race. Oh, so, okay, that's interesting. I didn't re- didn't realize that. So he's got, Kalsamo um, has that museum. And I remember a long time ago, I went into Kalsamo's quarters from the museum. Even though I had the key and I was welcome, the guard attacked me. And it's because of this stuff that is an off-limits area, and it leads through his bedroom up up to this ramp that goes up to this tower, and in there is the uh, the tablet which you can use to translate this. And this is another whole part of the quest where if you don't have high sneak, you're going to have to fight a ton of guards. <laughs> well, it is another interesting thing. It's a it's a stone tablet, and you need to make a copy of it. And this is another one of those very odd moments in the game where they kind of. <laughs> Break the rules. What you're used to doing is not, suddenly no longer what you're doing. You have to go and get some, some charcoal, some paper, and then do an etching of it. And if there's You've been wondering the whole game, why the hell is there this charcoal and paper in here? Yeah. I thought the charcoal would be for smithing. Quest. Yeah. Yeah, it's in everybody's drawers, but it's just for this one quest. Yes. And you can just get it there anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's one of those weird moments. Like, you know, we're talking about the, one, the, the slaughter for one of the Daedric things where you have to tell your companion to touch the thing. Um, using the the complex, hey, you go and touch this thing command that you never <laughs> use for anything else. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those spots where suddenly you're doing something really, uh, and it was it was fine, you know. And I kind of wonder, um, are there people out there trying to do this quest and they haven't realized, oh yeah, derp, I can I can do something that I would do in the real world. That <laughs> <laughs> have never watched Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. Or play Dragon Age Origins, where you take the tracing of the, um, is it the, uh, the golems? Remember the golem monument that you have to take the tracing of for shale? Oh, Deep Roast, yeah. No, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, so that's the other game that I've seen that in. The one thing I'm curious about is, as you're sneaking through the tower... Most of the guards I had no trouble sneaking past, but there's one hallway where there were three guards walking back and forth. I couldn't figure out any way to sneak past them. I just ended up sniping all the Is that the one big room that has kind of like two levels-ish to it? Yeah, and then there's the hallway. I guess there's a panel somewhere where you can turn on a Dwemer thing to to whack them all. Did you get the Dwemer robot? You can just direct the robot to go and kill them. Oh, no, I didn't get the robot. Oh, yeah, the robot rod. Go kill me. He stopped for me. He stopped working. He he got up to this doorway and he wouldn't go through it. He got stuck. He has a limited power range, I guess. Uh, Yet another thing I missed in the game, it looks like. 
Yeah, the control rod is useless after that. That's the only place that you can use that little robot. I was really upset about that. I really want to keep him. I know. I was like, come on. Why doesn't this thing work on the other ones too? Yeah, that's what I really wanted to know. It, it seemed like it should. Give me a control would... rod and I will control this centurion. Well, you think about it. Dwemer walking around in their castle aren't going to be attacked by their robots. They must have had some way to control them and tell them what to do. And you can have a rod for every single robot? I don't think so. Now, there's another part of this quest right here that threw me for a loop for a little bit, and that is when you get to the very end, you walk out onto the tower, and you're overlooking MacArth, and it didn't ring to me right away. I thought for a minute that I was going to have to run all the way back through the city, but there's if you have your quest turned on, there's a quest that basically points you to one end of that platform. What you're supposed to do is jump down into the fountain to get out of there. Oh, I had to walk through the whole thing. Uh, uh, well, that, I found that not just a quest marker because I just have the habit of trying to find fun ways down waterfalls. I blame Team Raider for this. I'm, I'm, I'm the astonished and amazed at how badly you played the Steve Skill story so far. Uh, yeah, you just jump I, off uh, into the water. I was never a good thief in these kind of games. So we see. So we see. So what they, – they translate the journal. What do they find in the journal? Well, that's when they find that Carlias uh, – you find out that Carlias has been telling you the truth, that Gallus was worried about Mercer, that he was stealing all the stuff from the Thieves' Guild, which you're kind of curious at this point how because the, the, lock, the uh, vault is locked with a dwarven lock. And you've gotten – you've actually gotten a foreshadowing of this when you saw – when you walked through the dungeon with, with uh, Mercer. There's one of those um, claw doors – that yeah, you can only open with a floor. claw. And he makes some elaborate speech about how well they have a weakness if you know the trick and he opens it up. And this is where you, later on, when you're putting two and two together, you realize, oh, this is why he got through there, because he has this skeleton key, which you now learn about. Yeah, so, the th- yeah, the skeleton key is the trick. So the, which we're, we're getting, we're not up to that yet, we get there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you believe Kalaya, but you've got no proof, except her word and your word, but... Now the translated journal proves it. So you rush back to the Thieves' Guild. All the people there confront you. Uh, this is gone. Uh, and you say, look, here's the proof. And uh, Brynjol is like, oh, okay, let's go check the, the vault. They go check the vault, and it's empty. Yep, all the chests are open and empty. Which sucks, because you've just been spending all this time trying to make the Thieves' Guild better, and he stole it all. So <laughs> now it's a matter of catching Mercer. And this was a weird quest. Going to his um, to his house, there's like a way up around the corner, and I couldn't find a way to open it. I tried going in the front, couldn't do that. You actually have to go around the back, which is not obvious to me. And that's where you find Vold, his, I guess, servant, bug, bodyguard. <laughs> now, I just sniped him, but I just I, I found out, this, my daughter did it this way, you can engage him in speech and basically get him to go away. You, well, what I did was I got him angry, ran away, he chased after me, and then a town guard killed him. Or you can be super, super sneaky and not have to deal with him at all. Well, you could do that too, but apparently you can talk him out of it too. Okay, so let's talk about the super sneaky. You're meant to shoot the mechanism, which lowers something, but then I can't, still couldn't see how you were meant to get up from there. Well, there's a, it, then it becomes just a stair. You shoot the mechanism, it drops down, then you just walk up. It's like the staircase in your Whiterun house. Okay, so I think what happened to me was I just sort of stumbled into that courtyard and just alerted him straight away by accident. So, yeah, you go into this house. There's not much in the house. Uh, you get confused for a very long time trying to figure out where to go in the house until you eventually open up a closet with a fake door. <laughs> yeah. Just like the one that Delphine opens. Yeah, and there's actually another place near Falkreath that some bandits are using, and they've got a fake door like that as well. But yeah, it, it t- took me a while to find this. It was very annoying. Uh, and then you go through that. He's got a whole bunch of traps and swingy blades and flames and whatnot. And you can get a collectible thing in there. And um, well, that's really it, really. You, you, well, you get, get his, his journal. Diary. You get his journal here that tells you where to go next. Does it tell you where to go? But yeah, this is how you find out where he's going. Yeah, called. it's on his desk. It's on his desk. You find yeah. a journal that explains where he is, basically. The bowl of shiny gems. And those stones you can't drop. The Baronzeas, the ones you need to collect 24 of. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, the 24, and they wipe yeah. something. 
I, I, I'm managing to do pretty well on that quest. I actually uh, got to 10, so there's, uh, I'm halfway through there, most. Okay, so now you know where Mercer is, but Kalaya points out that there's no way we're going to beat Mercer until the mysterious Nightingale mystery stuff is dealt with. And, and you find out now that the top echelon of the Thieves' Guild are part of, I guess you would say, a cult that worships... One of the Daedric Who's? princes. A cool Daedric prince at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are the Nightingales. And what's happened is there's an artifact that the Daedric prince has, which is the skeleton key. And it's basically a lockpick that cannot break. And Mercer stole it. And because Mercer stole it, the Nightingales are in bad with their Daedric prince. And the, all the luck of the Thieves' Guild is gone. So there's no luck, which is why they've been running dry... Things have been going not going their way. So you have to get that skeleton key back uh, to set things right and allow the luck to flow again. Right, so first first you have to go and go become a nightingale. And that quest is glitchable, it turns out, depending on how you do things. There's you know, you go into the you have to go through the uh, nightingale sanctuary, going up uh, I guess it's what it, you, you go with um Brunjolf and uh Carlia. Yes. And you go in there, and there's a point where you're going to walk into the last room, where you have the three little platforms that all of you are going to stand on and take your vows to Nocturnal to be her bestest buddy ever forever. And it can glitch there, because I didn't have this happen to me, but I watched carefully to make sure it didn't. Apparently, she can... uh, No, I did have it happen to me once, and I had to go back on a save, because if she hits the chain twice... She can close the gate from the uh, from the wrong side so that you're stuck in the wrong place. <laughs> I had this Oops. happen to me where I thought, okay, well maybe if I wait, they'll come, you know, they'll things will fix. But you know, so I waited, and somehow, you know, the, the the NPCs managed to get out through the shut gate, but I can't go out. That was where I had to go back on a save, and then basically what you do if this is happening in your game is go over and hit the chain before she does, or stand right behind her, and after she hits it once, basically push her out of the way. <laughs> I've even read that you can use unrelenting force to blow her down the corridor at that point. Nice. <laughs> Move it. <sighs> so Nocturne is pretty cool, I think. And and actually possibly the coolest looking Daedric prince in the entire game. And possibly the most sarcastic too. <laughs> it's definitely interesting and and yeah, and, and does does typify the whole thieves guild in, in many respects, but at the same time isn't about thieving. Which I found really interesting. She's about mystery. You could almost you could almost have like a gambler's guild and also worship Nocturne, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's not necessarily about thieving. But once you get done with that You get the coolest armor in the game, that's what you get. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get the armor. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then once you've got the armor, that's when you're gonna go after Mercer. And mm-hmm. this is actually an interesting quest. When you go after Mercer you have to fight him, and he's got this thing that allows him to be invisible for periods of time. Now, they do give you some detect life um, scrolls, so that even if you're not a mage, you can cast those. But I didn't find it all that difficult. He'd disappear, I'd snipe him, and that was it. Yeah, because you can still sort of see him with the, his footsteps on the, in the water. Right, and there's a little glowy thing near where he is every time he disappears. But even so, I just waited for, for him to appear, because he appears periodically to, to taunt you. And every time he taunted me, I'd shoot an arrow in his head. So this is uh, Erkin Fond, and basically where his his notes said he was going was to use the the skeleton key to get uh, a, some some Falma treasure. Basically, these giant ruby eyes and a big Falma statue. Yeah, the right and left Falma eyes. Yeah, which are worth serious serious gold, by the way. Yes, this was a thing that the Nightingales had planned to do, and their former master had planned to do. Before Mercer killed him. So now, just rubbing salt in the wound, Mercer's going to go and do it by himself with the skeleton key. Uh, so you basically chase after him, get all the way through a rather large Dwemer place. And, um, and you get to the last bit. You, you do that fight with him where he turns invisible, which is... Well, it's not um, just with him. There's a bunch of Falmer to fight along the way. And depending on what level it is when you go through this, you know, if you do it at low levels, they're basically Bozo Falmer. But if you do it, the the game I first did this, I had a guy who was at the time like level 45, 
And so you're running up against the the uh, with the the gloomers and the and the the shadow masters, and they're you know they're pretty darn tough armor. Yeah, this is what snipey and stabby is for. Yeah, I didn't really have a problem. Sneaky, sneaky, snappy was what I was doing. Yeah, I've never had a problem with Falmar or the Twemer uh, robots being uh, basically this tank that goes down there and kills well, everything with flaming you know, swords. We <laughs> all and Kala are basically asking along the way, you know, we can just sneak through this or we can kill them all. Yeah, well, let's just sneak then. Right, that's what <laughs> I did. I snuck past them for the most part. There were a couple that detected me that I had to fight, but yeah, I, I snuck past most of them. Uh, I have a hundred sneaks, so I could probably do it too. Yeah. So taking the eyes from the giant statue is Indiana Jones' problem. Things start caving in and shaking <laughs> and water. Load-bearing boss. And I thought for the very first time there would actually be a point to water-breathing potions at this moment in the game. <laughs> but there isn't really. Sadly, I was mistaken. Yes. There is nothing. The water's rising. I thought, okay, I need to find an exit. They're saying, we need to find an exit. The water's rising. I thought, okay, I'll use the water-breathing potion. We'll swim down underneath the statue and get out of here. Wrong no. direction. You just wait for the water to rise and go out through the top. Right, you just walk up the top, basically. It's really... Oh. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you get the skeleton key and the left and right Falmer eyes from Mercer's dead body. And uh, one of the Falmer eyes you can give to Delvin. Well, actually, and not give. He'll buy it for serious money. The other one you have to sell yes. to a fence if you want to sell it. But it, it turns out it's also one of the, the trophies that goes in the walls. Ah. And yeah, the other one you can sell to a fence. They're pretty cool, though. Uh, I kept one on my shelf at home. <laughs> so at this point, uh, the, the plot sort of divulges into two different parts. You need to finish off the Nightingale story. You need to take that key back uh, and restore the balance and bring back the luck. And this is weird because you go to where that's supposed to happen and you have to go in yourself because Carlisle says, oh, I can't face Nocturnal. I'm like, yeah, get a man up, will you? <laughs> <laughs> or woman up, or whatever it is. So you you got to go through that alone. And there's a bunch of shades you have to you have to snipe on your way through, and they're not that hard. And you meet Gallus' shade, and he explains the rest of the shades have gone crazy. So you have to kill them or or sneak past them. The part of this that's really weird is after you've gone past all the shades, you get to a point where you find a guy. It's you know some adventure. You know Gallus tells you there was somebody who was here before you, and you find a skeleton and somebody wanted to loot the place. You know, it wasn't somebody on your path, like he said. It was just some random adventure wanting to loot. You get all the way to the end where the last adventure is, and he's at the bottom of wait, a wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Rewind. <laughs> so that dead guy, the first adventurer, is dead. He's got a journal. And there was an interesting line in the journal about um, staying out of the light. Oh, and, right. That and part. going through yeah, the so that big room space. you go through. Mm. And there's all these shadows everywhere, and there's lights there, and there was this guy there and surrounded by coins and potions and stuff. And the very the first time I went in there, I, I thought, I could go get that stuff. And then I remembered, don't go in the light. And I realized all the dead bodies were in the light. <laughs> and if you go in the light, you die really fast. So you've got to, yeah, make your way through this maze by never going in the light, which is cool. I think that's very Nocturne-ish. But yeah, then you get to the, the pit, and the last guy is down there, and... And he's, he's in his journal, he's like, I did everything. Why, why is there nothing here? Well, this is where you literally have to take a leap of faith. You go down to the bottom where it looks like there's no way out. And I was standing there for a couple of seconds thinking, okay, I'm going to have to go back on a save. And then suddenly you're holding the skeleton key up in the air, and boom, you're where you want to be. Yes, skeleton key saves the day. You go in there, you talk to Nocturne, and she gives you an option between three different powers that you can choose. Uh, Agent of Stealth, which is the Crescent Moon. If you use this uh, power, you turn invisible for two minutes while sneaking. That's the one I chose. That's the one I picked too. Agent of Subterfuge, Half Moon. Use this power to cause all nearby enemies to fight each other for 30 seconds. Nice. And Agent of Strife, the Full Moon, use this power to invoke a powerful life drain effect. Uh, so the sneaking for two minutes uh, was really helpful when I was trying to get a- get away from people chasing me when I was getting my bounty up in all the holes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but okay, it, it also made me realize that being invisible does almost zip, zero, and zilch to your sneak status in the game. Yeah, like which is would, really weird. You would think that it should. Yeah, you'd think that if I'm invisible sneaking along... There's no way anyone should be able to see me unless I change. And the other thing is that when you're doing that sneak invisible stuff, you open up a door, you become, a, you become visible, 
And then when you're on the other side, you're still crouching, but you're visible, and you have to stand up and then crouch again to re-engage it, so... Bug. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird stuff. So there's a big argument to not completing this quest, because the skeleton key is pretty damn powerful. Yeah, I think I'd rather have the key. So you could go through and do all the rest of the things to get the Thieves Guild back up to its full power, and then give it back. You know, just yep. to complete the storyline. Well, no. Can you do the rest of the quest? Do you even get the rest of the quest? Yeah, this is where it, it divides, right? So, so you can you can do the Nocturne thing, but you also need to you can start the Radiant Quest stuff. And this one is the really long-winded one because what you, you to restore the Thieves Guild to its former glory, you end up having to do four side missions: one in all of the major cities. I thought it was five. Uh, okay, five cities. I'm sorry, five. So no, there are five missions in each city. Right, you have to do five side missions in each city, and fortunately they sum up it's now five in each round, which is what I was afraid it was. But it still takes forever, and the only way you could game that, that I, I ended up looking this up on the wiki if there was any way to game it beyond using console commands that I didn't want to use. And the way to game it is to you know, decide I'm going to concentrate, say, on Whiterun or on Riften or on whatever, and you know, get your side quests, and if they aren't the ones you want, quit and go back and save until you get the ones you want. And I thought, boy, that sounds more irritating than I can imagine. So I, I just... That's went. incorrect. That's incorrect. You don't have to go back on saves. You can just talk to him again and say, I'm not doing that. I figured they'd get ticked off if you did that often enough. Well, he, he chews you out, but that's it. You just keep doing that. Uh, and, but you can also get two quests per city because you can talk to Vex and Delvin. Right, no, I did that. I, I talked to Dex and Delvin, Delvin and got two quests, but they didn't always line up to two per city. I didn't think to just reject them. Well, my my biggest complaint about this is that okay, so you go down into the thieves, into the flagon, then through the door into the thieves, into the thieves guild, then through the door into the flagon, talk to Delvin and Vex, then back into the thie- into the flagon, and then uh, thieves guild, and then back out into the real world. Go to the city, do the quest, come back to Riften, go down into the thieves guild, back to the flagon, turn them in, and repeat, rinse and repeat, and possibly cancel and, and accept, cancel, accept, cancel, accept until you get the right things. Wow, talk about busy work. That is not fun. No. No. That's, well... Some of the missions can be fun, depending on how you, you, know, how you like doing those kinds of things, but the sheer repetition involved is just ridiculous. Yes. So once you've um, done that, uh, the missions in each city, you get a special mission for each city. And those aren't bad. They're, they're okay, but you know, on the back of all the other stuff you have to do to get there, it's... <laughs> Anyway, there's, uh, the first one is in Whiterun. It says, Imitation Amnesty. As a convicted prisoner in the jail, and you have to break into the Yarl's office and falsify the records and get this guy a new name, passport, so that he can be released. That one was easy, because even without really sneaking past the guards, I mean, I had the guards detect me a couple times, and they didn't say boo. Well, I was a thane, so... Right, I, guess... I was thane, so I think they kind of gave me a pass. Uh, next one was the silver lining in Markarth. You got to recover a stolen silver mold from for a silversmith. And that's, uh, and that's, that's a dungeon crawl. That's a dungeon crawl. At the end of it, you kill the guy and you get the mold back. Uh, then you got the Windhelm one, the Somerset Shadows. Uh, remove a rival guild from the picture. This was pretty cool. Yeah, and that one they actually have a side thing for you where there's extra money if you burn their banner, which I found kind of interestingly cool. Yeah, I like Spe- that too. Especially since it's killing elves. Yes. So, yeah, they were trying to push in on the, on the whole thing. And there wasn't somebody's brother mixed up in it or something like that. No, they killed some sister and they, someone else wanted revenge. Yeah, I, I don't remember that part. Yeah, it was all mixed in and they, I, she wanted to lock it back or something. Um, and then the final one is in Solitude, the Dainty Slowed. Now, this ship has some skooma on it, I believe. Yes. I may be mistaken. Yes. Yeah, and you have to. You can do this a couple of different ways. One way you can talk to the woman on on the ship and pay for the key, or you can just dive into the water and and break in, or you can sneak through the ship, go into the chest, get the key and all the other and some goodies, and then go down to the other chest and get the stuff you need. I was doing. I was. Rec- I was recovering the stone of Bren- Brenzan from there. And I already cleared out that ship, so I wonder if they'll reload it once I once they do that. Yeah, you're delivering some fake evidence to yeah. thing. So even if they're all dead, it's not going to change anything. Okay. So finally, after you've done all that, you go back to the guild, and everybody's standing around you like, wait, what? 
What's going on, guys? You talk to Bryn Yoff, and yeah. he's all like mysterious, and and yeah, they they basically make you the guildmaster, and you get the guildmaster armor, and you also get the guildmaster chest, which is a what do they call it? They call it the tribute chest. Yeah. <laughs> Where a percentage of all earnings for the, the Thieves Guild goes into that. So every, every two days, that's filled up with stuff. Which is very much like what happened in Oblivion once you joined any of the major guilds. You know, money would just appear for you every so often. It's like getting married in this game, too. Although the other thing that's interesting about this is that once you do that, you can't ever talk to Brunjolf again. Every time you go by him, if you try to engage in conversation, he says, I'm sorry, lad, I can't talk right now. I'm very busy right now. Well, where the heck does Carlisle go? Because, A, she was invisible. Like, I could see bits of her clothing and not her when, when I was getting made the, the Guildmaster. But, B... I think she says she was going to hang around in the Nightingale Shrine place that's near uh, Riften. Uh, I went there. You can make her a follower, I think. Really? Because she's awesome. Yeah, I think she can be a follower, but I also ran into her randomly out in the wilderness, just like you periodically run across camp- uh, the um, companions in the wilderness going to look her up. That's what I want. I asked her once what she was doing out there, and her response was some variation of, what do you think? Stealing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, so I think she can be a companion, but I'm not sure. But in any case, yeah, she's at the ceremony. But after that, Brunjolf will never engage you in conversation again. Oh, so here's a little mechanic that really annoyed me. (laughs) You know, we talked about the Mariable um, Guild the factions uh, that are kind of hidden behind the scenes. Some people you can marry, you can't marry, and those that you can marry are in the marrying guild. Well, and you may have noticed that some people you can't pickpocket, or at least you can try to pickpocket, but you'll never succeed. Carlisle is in with that, and the pickpocket in my, in um, Windhelm, who can teach you pickpocketing skills, is like that as well. It's called the Thieves Guild No Pickpocketing Faction. <laughs> You know, yeah. I noticed an odd faction name when I killed that Commander Mora for the Dark Brotherhood. It said um, Commander Mora's Crime Faction. That was very strange. So what? I don't know. It's Maybe weird. they're corrupt. Maybe they're corrupt guards. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I wanted to marry Carlisle, but she's already married to the dead ghost of the Thieves Guild. Not married, but in love with. So yeah. Oh, she's fighting for the fjords. Yeah. She's the girl. Yes, that happens when you talk to Nocturnal. When you give the key back, she gets to talk to him again one more last time. Yeah, they'll be reunited together as Nightingales when she passes. Nice, but oh well, I wanted her. <laughs> yeah. The only one, apparently. Un- unrequited yeah, you love. You still for, have Camilla. Uh... Okay. Well, I guess that pretty much wraps up the Thieves Guild quest. I mean, the, this is a pretty good quest line right up until you get to that Radiant End, which the only reason I did that Radiant End was to get the Radiant achievement. achievement. <laughs> yeah, and let's, and, and let's also not forget the Radiant End on. The Companions Quest, the Champions Companions Quest with the werewolf stuff, curing the werewolves. Yeah, but that seems somehow less annoying because they're all dungeon crawls of one kind or another. So They're optional and there's no quest at the end. But I guess the, the, the thing that is disappointing here is this is where Radiant had a chance to shine and in essence just annoyed us all. <laughs> Well, I don't know that it's Radiant that's the problem so much as that for the Thieves Guild, it's that they said, we're going to give you some variable number of Radiant quests before you can go to the next stage where things happen. And we're just going to force you to sit here and suffer through them. And I mean suffer because the, the missions they're giving you are really just fetch quests. Yeah. Well, this is when fast travel is good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, this is where you can't you have to give up on the idea of using carriages and... Or walking places, because you'd never get it done. Yeah, you'd, you'd die first. You would die, yeah, well... But you'd die from things on the road, or multiple dragon attacks, No, I meant or... your life would actually end. Yeah. That's how long it would take. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess... I guess I, I'm not feeling the radiant love. No, that's something they need to work on. If those quests... They either needed to have a, a smaller requirement to get to the real quests, or they needed to have them have more meat than be fetch quests. They needed to be something. Yeah, and it would have been nice if it had been scattered throughout the entire storyline rather than all at the end. 
Yeah, if, if you had said that you had to do five of them in each city over time, starting from the beginning of the game, maybe, instead of all at the end, yeah. I don't know. It just Yeah, if like to get to the next piece of plot, you had to steal X amount of stuff. That would make sense, because you're helping gu- build the guild back up and uh, get them to trust you. Yeah, Mike, uh, you would think building up the guild would be reestablishing contacts, which is that special quest at the end of all the fetch quests. Um. Oh, just a, a random point that I saw on the Facebook group. Someone was suggesting that we don't know that you can go over level 50. It's not that we don't know that you can go over level 50. We know that. It's just that getting to level 50 is such a pain, and you only do it for the achievement. Yeah, so <laughs> why do you want to punish yourself more? Well, actually, you know what I found? And this, this, is, uh, this was something that I didn't notice. There's, in the Thieves' Guild, there is a training room. Did anybody else run across that? Yeah, you can practice. Yeah. Yeah, you can practice. That's actually how I finished getting to level 50. I worked through the last half of level 49 <laughs> to 50 by breaking lock picks against the locks. Really? <laughs> Pickpocketing, can you practice that? Yeah. You can practice that anywhere. Ah, yes, practice it in white one by running around and pickpocketing all the guards because they stole your arrows and you want them back. <laughs> 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 all those arrows in the knees. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think on that note, Michael, you might, uh, I think on that note, you can give us, you can take us out. Okay, then. He says stalling for time. He's not ready. Misses his cue again. <laughs> Have you missed an episode? Do you need to subscribe to the iTunes feed? Or join the Facebook group? Or perhaps follow us on Twitter? I'm, I'm posing them like questions. I don't know why. And we also have a Steam group, which for some reason isn't as popular as the Facebook group. <laughs> oh, that's exploded. We've got lots of people on there now. It's a oh, great group. Wow, yeah. Facebook. Um, lots of interesting conversations going on in Facebook. People asking questions, uh, looking for help. People giving really good answers to those questions and providing help. Some screenshots going up, some videos going up. Lots of fun stuff. Uh, definitely join the Facebook group if you can. And you'll find these links and more at www.jarobo.com, J-A-R-O-B-E-R.com, slash Thumcast, T-H-U-U-M-C-A-S-T. And with that, we have this.